Informed, outspoken, wild, fearless, hardly ever politically correct. This is the Fantasy Football Dudes Podcast. My dudes, welcome to the Fantasy Football Dudes Podcast. This is Trent. It is Wednesday night, March 2nd. I am here alone just with some thoughts with Trent. Trent's thoughts, I think that's what we're calling it. Not quite sure, but stay tuned. I got the latest news. My reaction latest news, I got some fan mail, I got my bounce back running backs that I will be targeting on the offseason, just some early bounce backs, that'd be fun, that'd be neat to whisper in your ears, so let's jump into it, today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. I am ready to get after it with my dudes. So, first things first, before we get into our bounce back players and fan mail, just Kyler Murray, this is getting weirder and weirder every day. First of all, there's just a lot of unnecessary baggage, in my opinion. Three things. He shut down in the second half each time in the last two seasons. Yeah, he started out good, but now he's holding like some ransom letter against the Cardinals. It's weird. I think it would been better if he would have said it, not just put out, I believe his agent put out a tweet with him doing that little touchdown celebration dance he does. The whole thing is just an unnecessary soap opera Yes, he's good. Yes, they need to try to keep him, but it's just getting weirder and weirder. It's all part of this whole social media stage we live in. And I don't know who gave the Cardinals the call to remove all of Kyler Murray's pictures off the page, but these millennials take stuff like that pretty serious, I will say. And not to say I wouldn't either if, I don't know, if my wife took all the pictures of me off her Instagram, which... People would probably applaud that and wonder why am I on her Instagram anyways, like just put a picture of our baby on there. But Kyler kind of reminds me of Baby Yoda, so I'd keep him on the page. But he shut down the second half the past two years. I think he deserves some blame in the playoff loss. But if you don't want to put the blame on him, then put it on Kingsbury. Maybe you got to keep both of them. I don't know what that relationship is there between those two. Number two, immaturity on social media. That's the other thing that it's just his problem. And I, third problem, it's just this public hostage demand letter. I, I just, yeah, you're going to get Twitter on your side, but does Twitter make all the decisions? Yeah, they changed the color of ESPN Monday Night Football back when they had it that ugly green. They changed it back to the yellow. But no, this is not, you don't go to your boss through Twitter. Maybe if I went to my boss through Twitter, maybe. It'd be better though, you know? Tell me how that goes, listeners. Go put your demands to your boss on Twitter. Let me know how that goes. I would love for you to get back to me on that. Maybe it works. Maybe Kyler Murray's just ahead of his time. We all should just make your demands on Twitter. Hold your boss hostage. Really don't do that. I I know Phil's going to like come on the pod on Tuesday, on Dude's Day, and say, Hey, Trent, held my boss hostage. Now what do I do? Do you know of anybody hiring? Do not do that. Absolutely not. Don't go on Twitter and air out all your grievances about your boss. Go ask your boss for a raise and that you want a better coffee machine. You want the front parking spot at the front of the place and see what he does. But there's also like rumors leaking out. He's not the first guy to practice and he's not the last guy to leave practice. I'm not saying that's something that's necessary to be a good quarterback, but it's got to help. I know he's a professional video gamer, which I will have some prize picks later at the end of the show. You won't want to miss those. No, there's no Call of Duty. And no, they do not have Nazi zombie prize picks yet either, Phil. So do not ask. They did have Rich Eisen's 40 time. You might have missed that. But 
just just don't hold people hostage on social media. It's not cool. Here's what you do. You have a problem, call the person. If you think texts are more personal, so be it. I would not recommend that. Give the guy a call. Talk to him man to man. And and I don't know what's happened behind closed doors. Maybe all this has happened. But I you're just you're leaving a bad taste in people's mouth, Kyler. Even Cardinals fans are getting kind of tired of this. It's childish. Don't do it. This is like what this is like what I would have done in like high school about my ex-girlfriend or something. Like no one wants to see this. Don't do it. It's a bad idea. It's a bad look. Don't go to social media for your problems, okay? That's what all the parents do out there about their children. And guess what? That's why all the kids moved from Facebook to Twitter and Snapchat because they don't want to see the parents putting all this weird stuff out there. Kyler, keep Twitter and Instagram as a special place. Don't put this junk out there. I'm serious, man. I'm telling you as a friend, as an Oklahoma Sooners fan, this is a bad look. Boomer Sooners don't want to see this. Be a man. Take care of it. Just uh, some of the meetings from all these NFL owners meetings, but NFL found that 60 out of 61 of their taunting calls this year, only 50... (laughs) I'm sorry, it's late at night. Out of 56 out of 61 taunting calls in the NFL this year met the standard of what they wanted the rule to be. So we're all complaining about this rule, but the NFL is not showing any sign of fixing it. One of the calls they said they did get wrong, though, was Tyreek Hill's peace sign versus the Bills. So that was one of, that wasn't one of the 61, but that was one that they said should have been called. What, I, I get the rule. But if we're going to get rid of this rule, let's let's get rid of the celebrating at the end of the end zone with the defense with the football after you get a uh, interception. Like let's get rid of all these weird rundown celebrating in the end zone. That's what I want to get rid of. I I think the taunting a little bit of it is cool. It has gotten out of hand. I have been a Pop Warner coach for a long time, and it has trickled down. You got Pop Warner kids thinking they're in the NFL. They get an interception. They run 30 yards down the field, celebrating the end zone. So, yeah, it's a trickle down, but, like, there's there's a better way you can do this. There really is. The, the, what Troy Vincent said, he's the vice president of football operations, great corner for the Eagles back in the day when they were making all those NFC championship runs. But... He said, we have to stand on sportsmanship. That was a universal agreement, but there are areas we need to clean up. So basically, they just, uh, celebrating with your team was a was a phrase that was pretty clear. So just go celebrate with your team. You don't need to go talk trash to the other guy. I, you know, they call it the no fun league. I'm all for a little taunting. I, I'm thinking big picture here. And I think the reason they're doing this is they want to mic up more guys. And, and they do mic up a lot of guys. But I think they want you to get that on-field, you know, experience. And they don't want to have to, you know, bleep stuff out. That's why we don't do this podcast live, because there are some mistakes. Stuff needs to be edited out. Do I edit it out? No, I usually don't. I just flow with it. But I, I think this is what that's leaning to, and I really... I don't think that's ever going to happen. They're, they're never going to get that out of the game. It, it's just a thought, me sitting here 11 o'clock at night, Texas time, thinking about maybe this is 
part of the reason. I, I really doubt it. This is just, you know, some pillow talk between me and you. But before I get to, on to my last story, remember, don't be rude. Tell a dude the fancy football dudes. We are coming at you once a week with all the dudes. And then on Thursday, you'll get a Trent's thoughts. I'll give you some prize pick bets, some bounce back players, just some little NFL news and my reaction to them. So thank you for letting me whisper in your ears. 70% of podcasts people listen to are spread by word of mouth. Do us a favor and share us with a dude verbally. So remember, don't be rude. Tell a dude. Would love it if you shared this with a friend. It would mean a lot to us. Or if you're feeling real generous, scroll down the bottom, give us a five-star rating and review. It would help us out a lot. A lot of people, you know, are wanting them to talk about the overtime rule changes. I still think leave it alone. I, I like football. I like how it's played. You had four quarters to get this thing figured out. I know I sound like a boomer, but you got four quarters. You should have won the game probably three other times and probably two times in the fourth quarter. It shouldn't have to take overtime. Yes, ties are lame. Yes, ties are the worst. But it is what it is. But playoff, if you want to change it for playoffs, that's fine. But if NFL, if you do change this, you guys realize that you think teams are going to maybe kick off when they win the coin toss? Don't you think that would be a little weird? I, it just, just something I've been thinking about. Is it going to be like college where you don't want the ball first? Is it going to be a match? I, I don't know. I, I know there's a, lot, a little bit of talk about overtime stuff, and we'll see what happens. I, I personally, I hate it when the NFL makes any new rules. Just leave the game alone. You're, you're, you got a rocket ship, and you're trying to make it a little better, and really what you're doing is you're just tearing off pieces here or there, and you're making the rocket ship less fun, less cool. Like, you have it good. Just leave it alone. Walk away. It's a masterpiece. You don't need to keep adding to it. Too much change isn't good. All right, now time for my three bounce-back running backs for this next upcoming draft season. So, these are just guys that maybe didn't have a great year this year that I expect to bounce back. Now, before I just getting to the guys I actually have. I think Dalvin Cook is an obvious bounce back player. Didn't put him on the list. I thought that was a little easy. And then I didn't put Antonio Gibson on this list just because the commanders, I feel like whenever you say commanders, you have to like have black glasses, like squint and push them up when you say it. I, I just feel like there's a bunch of nerds that are fans of the name commanders. So here we go. Running back bounce back player. First one, I got David Montgomery. Bears got a new coach, and I think this will bring a lot of good to Justin Fields. So if Justin Fields can spread the ball out, air it out, it's going to help. It's going to make the Bears' running game better. He faced a lot of eight-man boxes this year, and I know Allen Robinson's looking like isn't going to be there. It's be Darnell Mooney time. I don't know if the Bears get another receiver in the draft. I feel like they probably should go O-line, but I'm an O-lineman. So I always say O-line. It's just, it's just uh, you know, that's where the game's won in the trenches. So get David Montgomery, another offensive lineman. But I think the improvement of Justin Fields in his year two season is really going to open up things for David Montgomery. He Remember two years ago, he was like a league-winning running back. Like you had him on your team. Your team started out very bad. But that playoff run he had two years ago, he was incredible. I believe the last six weeks of the year he was – Man, I want to say running back one. He was for sure running back, top five running back 
in fantasy football right there that season. So David Montgomery is my number one running back bounce back that I think you should go get. He's one of my running back bounce backs. Next one I got is Josh Jacobs. I think that the Raiders, they need a running back. I believe Kenyon Drake is going to be leaving. They have a really young offensive line. It's got to get better. They got to get Carr some more wide receiver weapons to just spread things out. He actually, Carr had a pretty solid fantasy season, and he's throwing to, man, they all keep leaving, but Hunter Rimfro, that's his best wide receiver. Brian Edwards, I don't, I'm not sure if he's going to pan out. Darren Waller will be healthy, will play, hopefully if he stays healthy, but he was hurt all last year. Darren Waller will only make Derek Carr better. And again, let's run the ball by, you know, making him respect the pass more. This offensive line is going to be better. They were young last year. Leatherwood will only get better. I really like Josh Jacobs. Hopefully those PPR points get a little better, but I think in in between the tackles, Solid pick. I He will bounce back next year. I, I truly believe that. David Montgomery finished his running back 21 last year. He's going to finish top 10. I'm pretty confident in that. And I think Josh Jacobs would not be surprised if he finishes top 10 either. My last running back bounce back of the year. This is my favorite one. It's J.K. Dobbins. I'm not joking. Remember what Mark Ingram did? In the Ravens in 2019, when he was 30 years old, man, I remember when 30 years 30 years old was old. That's how old I am now. Just just a little random thought here, saying that you know all those old guys out there, but yeah, remember what Mark Ingram did in 19? He had a great year. This is this is a good running team. They love to run the football. They have to keep Lamar Jackson healthy. If you can't keep Lamar Jackson healthy, you aren't going to make playoffs again. So you can't just unleash that guy. J.K. Dobbins will have a bigger workload, and he's that's how they're going to keep Lamar healthy. They're going to give J.K. the ball more. Just a good Ravens are a good team. Give J.K. the ball. I'm not joking. J.K. Dobbins top five running back this year I think it's be a lot of fun he had nine rushing touchdowns two years ago in his rookie season so yeah I I believe he'll have over nine touchdowns I think they're going to be giving him the ball more in the goal line because they got to keep Lamar healthy all right those were my three bounce back running backs I David Montgomery J.K. Dobbins and Josh Jacobs now let's get into my prize picks and these are a lot of fun we're having fun on this guys so here they go. Here they are. I got three of them here for you. And one of them, I got Kenny Pickett. They got his 40 time, 4840, over or under. And I know everybody's talking about, I know everybody's handling this differently, but Kenny Pickett has very tiny hands. And I say tiny hands. I already bashed myself once for being 30. I'm sure his hands are bigger than mine. But you know what they say about guys with small hands? They usually got small feet, and small feet move fast. I saw Kenny Pickett do that little fake slide. I didn't like that. didn't make me happy that these quarterbacks pretend to slide and end up scoring a touchdown because they do it. They got to get rid of that, got to get that solved. But Kenny Pickett, they're all talking about his hands. He's going to make them forget about his hands because he's going to run a fast 40. I am nailing the under on prize picks on Kenny Pickett's 40 time. Next one, this was sent in by a listener. My boy Sauce, 
Trey Lance tracker. Give him a follow for all your Trey Lance tracking needs. But he has Adam Scott. This is PGA under 71 and a half strokes. So Adam Scott under 71 and a half strokes. I'd be lying if I told you I know what this is. What I know if I know what a stroke is. I know that's another. Let's not talk about people getting strokes. I'm sorry. Bad timing. But Adam Scott under 71 and a half. Thank you for that sauce. My last one, we're doing a little flex here, so not quite as much, but a little safer. I got Connor McDavid from Edmonton scoring a goal. Zero and a half goals. Over under. I'm going with the over. This guy's if you know anything about hockey, this guy's a freak. He loves shooting the puck. His shots are always on goal. Connor McDavid will get one goal Thursday night. You can take those three to the bank. You can flex them for a little safety. That way you only got to get two out of three. Or you can do the power play and go for it all. Go big or go little is what they always say. Anyways, this has been Trent with the Fancy Football Dudes. It has been fun. Thanks for tuning in. We will see you on Dudes Day. Take care. This has been another episode of the Fantasy Football Dudes podcast. Remember to rate, review, and follow. For more information, go to www.thefantasyfootballdudes.com. And remember, we are sorry for absolutely nothing.